1: Medical residents and fellows unionizing. This is very interesting. Hey, I'm John at Contract Diagnostics, and this is a very interesting article. And at Modern Healthcare, and it talks about Northwestern University had 1,300 medical residents and fellows unionize, and the article goes into the why, and they had 800 vote that they should do this, so they join a collective of 10,000 other in this space. And people have opinions on unions and joining unions or not. And at the end of the day, I respect everybody's opinion. And I don't really have one on this one. I think it's interesting. I love to talk with the folks that organize the effort and see what their goals are. The article didn't specifically say, here's their goals and here's what they hope to accomplish over the next few months as they discuss and negotiate what they're looking for. But I do think it brings up an interesting point on the collective power of groups. We often have physicians that tell us when they look at their contracts and discuss compensation structures with their potential employer, that all the physicians are paid the same. So if our physician is being offered $320,000 and we think that they should be asking for three forty five, dollars and they might get told, look, I'm sorry, everybody starts at three twenty, dollars or everybody's paid at three twenty, dollars or the same rate for all the hospitalist supplies, regardless of your tenure or your ability or willingness to negotiate. And I think that's fine. I think as consolidations of employers have happened over the years, they want to standardize things. And I understand standardization, it makes it much easier for the employer. However, it doesn't mean that the physician should just say, okay, well, I tried, I guess I'll try in a couple more years. Because my assumption is they're going to be pulled the exact same thing in two years. I do think that they don't need to unionize to have their group of 26 hospitalists come together and have requests together or four surgeons that are staffing a hospital or six radiation oncologists or a group of 12 orthopedic surgeons that run a very comprehensive program for a single or multi-unit hospital system. I think that physicians have power in numbers and if they're telling you that your compensation is static and standard, I think the group should talk about their compensation. If there's been an update in the last few years, maybe it shouldn't be, but I do think it should be evaluated for fairness and what's that market bears. Not fair market value as the organization may tell you or commercial reasonableness, but what is fair for you and your situation with your story, which is what we can help with here at Contract Diagnostics. But I do think that every group should reevaluate compensation on a every other year or every 30-year basis a physician's uh, ability to earn is their biggest asset. It's not their house. It's not their uh, retirement account. It's their ability to go out there and command a high dollar amount for the knowledge and the skills that they have. And I think it's such an important skill and uh, such an important asset that it should be viewed just like anything else. I think people should be proactive with their taxes and not reactive at the end of the year. Let's manage taxes and know what you're paying up front so we can make sure that you take full advantage of the system in your situation. And I think compensation is no different. I want to plan for the future. I want to have a good plan of action. I want the group to come together and uh, work with the facility or with the employer to partner on how to move things forward. I think in those situations, much can be accomplished. And we've seen with our work at Contract Diagnostics in group discussions, being able to move the needle much more so than any one individual physician could. A single position may not get the ear of the organization, but a group of four surgeons definitely does. A group of four pediatric hospitalists, which we're, we've worked with over the past few months on their deal, they maybe feel that they're, they blend into the fold. They're not the orthopedic surgery department, they're not the cardiologist department, and they just want a voice. We can help give that voice to the group, I mean, no matter what the situation is. And if it's a group of 26 hospitalists with a contracted organization, it's no different able to go to the organization, have some constructive feedback and ideas around the structure, and be able to negotiate collectively as a group for a fair and reasonable structure. We can help with that at Contract Diagnostics, and I want everyone out there to know that you don't have to unionize to take action collectively as a whole. You can do it on your own. You can organize with a local law firm or attorney. You can give us a call at Contract Diagnostics, and we can help with our freight at the end of the day, I just want everybody to know that they're in full control of this process. They don't have to be a pawn in a large organization structure because of what they're told by a large employer or even a medium-sized or a small practice uh, at the same time. I'm John at Contract Diagnostics. And although these residents and fellows felt to unionize to accomplish their goals, I don't know that you have to. Give us a call. I want to hear your goals and I want to see if there's anything that we can help with. Have a great day. We look forward to connecting with you soon.
0: Thank you for listening to Coffee and Contracts with John Apino. If you need a contract reviewed or want to know if you're being paid fairly, go to contractdiagnostics.com. See you next time.